evening super kicking with Stephen fans, your favorite two hosts right here. Stephen A. 1181. We got the Greg over there. Uh, we are just ready to rock and roll talking about money in the bank. Then we'll be back live again tomorrow night to kind of catch up on looking ahead, I guess, to NXT Great American Bash and catching up on all the Forbidden Door and all that good stuff, uh, AW Blood and Guts. And, uh, yeah, plenty of stuff to talk about tomorrow. So today, Greg, we will give our Money in the Bank predictions. As that's the pay-per-view tonight. But first things first, Greg, how titillated were your juices last night? <laughs> uh, you know what? They, it's, uh, they say airport chaos. I haven't even got to watch it yet. Oh, I, I saw did it. I just spoil it for you? No, no. I I know it's, they've been le- they've been uh, dangling that carrot for the last three weeks, and I've been sitting there waiting for it. Like, come on, give it to me. And and at least last night they finally gave it to us. So I am oh, looking forward to seeing it. And you know, my guy on the stick, uh, whether it's backstage or uh, in the ring. Yeah. So I am looking forward to it now. To that is uh, that that it. We know it did happen, so I am excited it's to watch the it. Official debut of uh, uh, Spoiler must say is is Mace's new name, Greg. And right. I knew who the two characters were. Yeah, I knew they were doing Mace and they were doing a uh, Al uh, uh, Mansoor. Yeah, yeah. So but, he's, he's must say now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Mansoor or Mons. Yeah. So uh, next week we will get the. Tennis fashion break. You know, I think keeping. I think Wimbledon is coming up. So uh, last week we just got a small peek of you know then. Next week will be the tennis fashion. So we shall see how titillated the juices are flowing next week. <laughs> but you know what? I think we just get right into it. Let's get talking about. There we go. All right. Money in the bank. There we go. Hopefully we heard all that fun. I miss Jane O'Mac sometimes, Greg. Not going to lie, but uh, whatever. So live tonight, it'll be kicking off at 8. Let's get started with this one. I think, you know what, Greg? I think, yes, had there been some dumb shenanigans, probably. But this has kind of been like those, underrated kind of you know low-key feud that i think is working and you know it's obviously helping theory you know after all we did not see we saw a little bit of theory in cena and you know cena did kind of say i don't know when i'll be back but i still think you got to pull the trigger on cena and theory for SummerSlam. but in the meantime tonight greg will get theory and bobby lashley uh who do you got yeah, um, I I agree with you. It's that uh, putting theory in there with these top guys is only helping him, and he's he's done an excellent job. Everybody he's been in there with, um, his character work has been on point. His ring work has been excellent, and he is getting more and more over uh, by the week, and you know making people you know, you hate on him and, you know, just it is 
played his character so perfectly that you feel like this is who he would be off stage. And, you know, he's believable, which is the most important thing. Um, so, you know, you, you got the protege and everything is working. Lastly, it's been the perfect uh, straight man for, you know, him being the jokester and the clown, the show off. And so these are, you know, the point counterpoint to each other. And uh, as far as this match goes, I think shenanigans are going to be in order and he's going to find some way to go through the back door and keep his title, whether he gets disqualified or, uh, you know, some foot on the rope uh, type of pinfall that, you know, he, he won't get the win clean. He'll find some way to uh, weasel his way into a win or just get disqualified, but the title will not change hands. Do you think, and if we don't do Cena and Theory for SummerSlam, I don't know where Bobby Lashley fits right now. So I almost, you think we'll carry this through to SummerSlam because it's three weeks away, so it's not that far away. You know, if SummerSlam was, you know, in its usual August placement, Greg, yeah, I think this would be one and done. But maybe if we're not going to get Cena, do you think we can just keep this feud going? Oh, yeah, easily, easily. And if you're going to do that, this would be a perfect place to have Theory keep the belt and find some underhanded way to do it because that gives Lashley even more fuel going into SummerSlam. And you can easily stretch this out for three more weeks with a couple you know, good promos, um, you know, you're going to do the, the gimmick uh, contract signing for the go home show, something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's a slam dunk to be able to stretch it out to SummerSlam if they wanted to do that. So uh, I agree with you. If it's not Cena, then this, it would be very easy to keep this going for three more weeks. Uh, I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Theory wins by DC just keep the title. I mean, I guess you could go the opposite, maybe say Lashley wins by DQ, and that keeps it going as well. Uh, but you, you don't feel like we'll get a clean finish. Uh, right. Here is keeping the title. I, I think the bigger deal would be him getting a, a clean win at SummerSlam and really right. showing where he's ready to go. And, and like I said, I don't know where else Lashley's going to go right now. You know, when we look at SummerSlam, so... I mean, I still think I would have done Reigns and Lashley, but uh, we're getting Reigns and, and Brock, you know, last man standing for the last time ever, which we all know. For now. For now. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. For now. So, uh, yeah. I, they haven't said anything about last time ever, so then, yeah, we're, we, they can still keep it going. For that. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Lashley against Roman yet? That's so, a, I, I think maybe once. Maybe. So he could be next man up if Brock loses. Yeah. You know, it's well, not like he has to go through the SmackDown roster to get to the top because Roman has to represent on both brands. Now, the only thing is we have the, the clash at the castle as the next big paper. And Drew's already called a shot. So. I mean, I guess you could do Lashley in the meantime. That could give you some big SmackDown event, you know, kind of hold over. How about this one, Greg? You know what? I'm going to... Yeah, I want to pull the trigger on the street. Probably. <laughs> it's so hard. 
I know, I know one thing. I was looking on the WWE shop. I want to get those damn jerseys they got, Greg, but it's not on the shop, so it must be a uh, Street Profits exclusive somewhere. But it's hard to bet against Usos with the fact that they're still with the bloodline. Now we're seeing the rumors that Solo's probably going to get called up soon. So, yeah. It's probably going to be the Usos, but I still think we'll get a heck of a match. You know, I think all Montez is probably going to shine as always, Greg. But, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be the Usos. Holding on to those titles, even though, like I said, I I think you could go back and forth with the, you know, maybe the, maybe the Prophets win tonight. You know, maybe Usos win it back in the fall. I mean, would that really hurt them that much? No, uh, it wouldn't. Uh, I've seen it a little, a little bit different in the sense that I'm going to go ahead and pull the, street, the trigger on Street Profits. Okay. Uh, the, my caveat is, though, is that the, the belts won't change hands. The, the Usos will, will get out of Dodge and they'll win without winning the titles, which will set up this SummerSlam um, match, the rematch, when they call that, and then, uh, you know, no disqualifications, yada, yada, and Street Profits will take the titles officially at SummerSlam. So I think this match is going to be the springboard to the SummerSlam match, which results in the title changing hands. But I'm going to have the Street Profits winning both matches. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think, because you have the Usos lose a lot in singles matches, right? So, and they're still, you know, you still have Heyman with them. You still have Roman with them. And like we said, if you call out Solo with them, that could give a whole other avenue. Maybe they don't need the title as much then. So, um, if the Street Profits win it tonight or at uh, SummerSlam, Greg, I won't be mad. Because, I mean, you could tell that the Street Profits probably need to win it back. Win all that right. gold and really, you know, you know, go against both brands and be that tag team that is kind of next in line. <laughs> right. Ronda Rousey wins. That's all I got on this one, bro. There's just nothing here. I mean, yeah, Natalia hit Ronda with the baby stroller, which I think is the official. Is that the first time ever someone's been hit with the baby stroller? <laughs> I mean, at all, well, I guess there was a time that Ditsky punted the baby, right? And there was a baby stroller there, but um, there's just, there's nothing here, is there, Greg? This is like no. a, and what sucks is we'll probably, I wonder if we might get this for SummerSlam. Like, I yeah. feel like a lot of these, you feel like just because it's so close. And this is the downfall of, you know, I don't, I don't know why we're pushing SummerSlam so early other than because of the, you know, Wales show, maybe they're doing a European tour, you know, in August-ish, so maybe that's why, but uh, there's just nothing. There is no heat here, as I say. This is a, we're trying to preheat it, that oven, Greg, but the oven is dead. There's just <laughs> nothing. And, Ron, and it's funny, because Rhonda brought that promo, like, she told Natalia, you don't have any charisma, and I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that's that's a little, you know. But 
but uh, yeah, so this is all Rhonda. I don't, yeah, and I don't, like I said, I, I don't know what's next for Rhonda. I mean, I think we need Bailey back to challenge her, or, you know, maybe whoever wins money, whoever wins money, the bank challenges her, but uh, yeah, I got Rhonda here easily. And I, I kind of wonder if it's a short match, <laughs> just because I don't think there's enough there to really, you know, a 10 to 15 minute match. I don't think there's enough there, Greg. So uh, I'm all for a seven <laughs> and a half minute match <laughs> over <laughs> possibly. What do you yeah. got with this match? Because I got nothing. No, nope, I agree. This whole storyline has been dead in the water. Um, it's it's a whole bunch of nothing. I, I get trying to put Natty over as the big heel and you know the equal and everything but the doing a submission thing and they're trying to recreate what they were doing at charlotte yeah and but my submission is better than yours uh, close to, <laughs> no no so this is ronda in a in a landslide and i'm i'm putting the over under five minutes <laughs> so yeah not too much to see here yeah move along who do you think will be the now they you know they have touted that no one's made ronda tap out do you think they go to the Charlotte well and have Charlotte do that at some point? Not anytime soon, just because they just did it. Yeah. Um, what would be interesting if is if Shayna came out of the woodwork, but Shayna has been, you know, left for dead at the side of the road too. So it would be actually more fun if they joined forces. Uh, we had that match a couple weeks ago where they had a multi-woman match and Shayna was one of the participants. And yet she and Ronda, you know, kind of turned into each other and for, uh, for a split second, looked like they were about to, you know, fight. And they're like, okay, go get her. I'll go get her. And so they should team back up just to um, – just to build Shannon back up a bit and, and give more legitimacy to Ronda. I was going to say, maybe that could give Ronda some, you know, energy because it's working with one of her good friends, you know, one of her best friends, obviously. So. Right. But it only works if you turn a heel, though, because they tried to do Shannon as a baby face and it didn't work. Uh, she's a natural heel, just like Ronda's a natural heel. So this is only going to work yeah. if they make them both heels. I mean, if you, you ever bring back the taxi cause from the dead, you know, that could be that could be a legit team to try to get those. Absolutely. And then I agree that uh, as far as the next legitimate challenger, I think we should get rid of the let go of the submission angle and just, you know, maybe they figure what's going on up, out with Sasha and Sasha can be the next component. Or if Bailey's ready to go, we see Bailey surprises tonight i haven't seen or, anything about bailey i don't know what's i mean you i you see her on instagram and twitter all the time greg and you know i don't know if she's still rehabbing or what but uh there was a picture of her and sasha hanging out yesterday so uh that's interesting uh, but maybe maybe there's more there so how about this one um from what i'm hearing about rhea ripley she was kind of having a teeth and like head injury that were kind of connected. You know, I don't know if it's concussion related or what, Greg, but uh, that's why Rhea's not been out. But 
he could be back soon. So hopefully everything gets sorted out there. Uh, and really, this is one of those two, like, which one are we looking forward to? This one or the other women's match, right? Oh, geez. I want to punt on both of these. Because yeah. uh, we saw Carmella and Bianca at nausea just a little over a year ago. And uh, it was a whole bunch of nothing then. And they haven't really changed anything about Carmella to make us think it'd be any different now. So I know she's been off on her honeymoon. She hasn't been on TV for a few weeks. And now you want to make her look, you know, stronger, tougher or whatever. But I think we're going to see the same match we always saw. And this is going to be a easy night for Bianca. So, I mean, I hate to use Corey Graves in there, but do you think maybe having Corey Graves with her would help anything, Greg, Carmella? No, I think it, it would be funny. It would be great if he, he did get involved in, like, physically caused uh, Bianca to lose. Yeah. That was, there's an angle we could get behind. Um, or would that be too much of Ellsworth territory? Well, no, it, this is much cooler than the Ellsworth territory. Because we know they're really together. And... Right, and and we like Graves. We love Graves. So to have him get, you know, involved, you know, directly involved in it, uh, you know, it's not like it hasn't been done before, but, you know, this would give us a layer, a juicy layer that we'd actually want to see how it would turn out. You know, if, he get, if Graves gets involved, and we know he's, clear to compete again, you know, and he gets involved in this match, well, Bianca has a second, too, that would be willing to help, you know, Montez Ford. So you've, you've started a whole little other um, side quest that would be really fun to watch if they decide to go that way. So um, I don't think Corey gets involved, but I think it would be awesome if he did because of what would ha- what would happen after as a result. I was going to say, I feel like he's the type of partner, you know, in life, Greg, that wants Carmel to, you know, do it on her own. I think that's part of the reason why. Uh, but they could be the, you know, Ty and Sammy <laughs> for WWE because I think people see them on TV. There'd be some real heat to it. So uh, now their Instagram isn't as <laughs> as bad, Greg. You know, it, it doesn't, it's not water, it's not. PDA all over the place, but uh, yeah, I think it'd be interesting on TV how they could carry that. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> next up we got the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. So there we go. See where we're at. The we I think we got what I have seven matches scheduled. Six matches scheduled. Greg, um, it's all Becky. I I just can't see any, you know. I don't see any other way that we cannot have Becky win this break. I mean, like, you know, I'm all gun ho on Liv, but now that Boyle Liv won last time, uh, that kind of <laughs> that throws away that for me. So it's all Becky for me. Is there anybody else, Greg, that could maybe be a dark horse? Well, I agree. We can knock out half the field already. We know it's not going to be Shotzi. We know it's not going to be Alexa. We know it's not going to be Liv. And Maybe Raquel? Possibly Raquel. It's, like I said, Becky's the 
far and away the favorite, and I'll put Asuka behind her, just because Asuka versus Ronda would be fun. And you want to talk about, you know, the submission game, well, there you go. It's not forced, and it would be a, a natural thing. Uh, and just stylistically, it, it would be really interesting to watch if, you know, they let Asuka be Asuka, and, you know, those two can have a banger of a match. So, um, but Becky is one and Asuka two and Raquel at three. But uh, I think it's Becky all the way. Because Raquel could be that whole, we're just going to have her hold it, Greg, until we're ready. You know, she with Becky, I feel like it's going to be cash in within a month. <laughs> you know, with Becky, Becky ain't going to hold it for, you know, a long time. Because uh, she's so established. So with, so, you know, I I don't know if I'd be that surprised if Raquel wanted to not. You know, like I think it'd be a, a surprise, but not like, oh my God, Otis winning it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. it, like I, I feel like on TV because they're building up Raquel, and I will say it does say something good for Shotzi to be in this. You know, I assume they're going to put Aaliyah over, right? So at least Shotzi sure. gets in the match and. Could show off a few things, so um, yeah. So it's definitely it's just it feels like it's Becky's to lose, which of course, Greg. On the men's side, is it Seth's to lose on his side? No, it is not. Okay, who are you um, going with? Oh, sorry, I'm... there is a spoiler. Madcap is in the match. Um, <laughs> nice. He. So, anyways, you're gonna watch it, Greg, but I'll just say it. He won a fatal four-way between the Miz. Now, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Who else? Oh, Baron Corbin. And there was somebody. But anyways. Uh, yeah, so Madcap Moss is officially the seventh man uh, after winning uh, a main event match last night. Which I'm kind of glad for him. I he has improved, Greg. I think he's, you know, on his way to showing out soon. So it's kind of interesting to see how he's turned it in. Uh, but sorry to interrupt. Who are you going with in this Money in the Bank match? Well, I am going to stay with the underdog story. Okay. And I'm going to go with Riddle. And, you know, finding a way to get it done. And then you're going to have that undercurrent of, when is Riddle going to strike? And it's, it's perfect. You know, the protege of the Viper, you know, laying in the weeds, waiting for his moment. And when you stop looking for it is when it's going to hit. And so it would be perfect with Riddle with it. Um, so, you know, Seth seems like the, the logical choice. But uh, I love the story they're telling with, with Riddle. Um you know, we're getting a real nice, long, slow burn uh, with Riddle dethroning. Um, Somebody. Yeah, uh, dethroning Reigns for, you know, what he did to Randy and, you know, making himself a top guy in the process. So, so here's, yeah. your, here's your hot, hot topic question, Greg. Will Riddle be champion by the end of the year? World champion. Sorry. By the end of the year. 
Hmm. I'll let you go first because I got thoughts. So. <laughs> I'll say yes. You know what? I, I think it could happen too. What I'm thinking is I wonder if Drew, because I feel like they'd probably rather have Riddle beat Drew. So maybe Riddle could beat Drew, which doesn't uh-huh. really say much for the ring. Because we don't know what the, well, we don't, like the Randy story, you know, I don't know when it could come back around, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe Riddle over Reigns is so hard for me to see. Is that who you're calling though? Is that who he's going to beat? Yeah, I, th- I think he I mean, passes the story's there. Yeah. And like some people brought up Greg, hopefully they're not giving Riddle the lovable loser. Like he has to win something soon. No, I I'm feeling it differently. Is is that they're really giving him that organic uh well, way Kofi Mania and Biggie yeah. did it is yeah. how it feels. Yeah. That's true. Okay. And you know, everybody with him before he finally broke Right, and we're we're living and dying with him, you know, having these great matches, and just coming up short, just coming up short, just coming, and he's gonna break through, and when he does, the place is gonna go nuts, and you know, you're gonna have those videos of people all over the world celebrating and falling out of their chairs, and Especially you know, kids. I think kids really did, yeah, and I think that's where they're really banking on, and and like you said, I think. I think it happens. It has to happen at the end, or you know, before this year. I don't know. I don't know if you can carry it through Mania. That's a that's a really unless you're going to give him the Rumble win. You know, if you don't give him the Money in the Bank win, then maybe he gets the Rumble win over Cody, <laughs> which you know was still going to be interesting to see how that. Uh, from what it was, there was some account that tweeted today, Greg. They were saying that I think Cody was supposed to be penciled in to win Money in the Bank tonight, which would have been. Interesting to see how that would have played out. But yeah, for me, I, I'm still calling Rollins just because I don't know. I, I, I feel like they're, I think they're just going to keep stringing us along with Riddle. <laughs> I, I think he's ready to win something. And he probably, like I said, I think you need to do it before it's too late. But um, I, I feel bad for the Rollins Lynch family, Greg, if they, if they have money in the bank of pieces. <laughs> They'll have baby stuff to carry in the in the airport. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna need a. <laughs> right. pride. They might just they might just travel on a camper. <laughs> they might just get in a heartbeat and be like, you know, we're gonna need a driver like Cody does. So because um, it's kind of I know you because you legit carry that briefcase with you everywhere. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm. I've seen some people say Drew's the favorite, but. And that's the thing too. I don't know what Drew's going to do for like some of these guys. Greg, I don't know what Drew will do for SummerSlam. I guess him and you know Sheamus with the Fight Club or Fight Night or whatever you know whatever they're calling them this week. But, but then it's like, well, who does Drew get to back him up? Because we kind of got New Day tied up with the Viking Raiders. So you know, I don't want Drew going three on one. Yeah, against you know them, but uh, yeah. So uh, I I think. Now, I will say, Sami Zayn, though, Greg, I think his is the story. Him winning would be almost the best story because you would have him, you know, trying to figure out if he'd even want to cash in. Who's to say he doesn't do something dumb and be like, 
I'm going to cash in on U.S. title or IC title <laughs> just to, you know, really. <laughs> so then that way he doesn't get, you know, screw over the bloodline, but he still gets a title rank of some sort. So for my my underdog pick would be Sami Zayn. And I think that, because that could really open up a whole nother layer to this. So, um, yeah, I mean, Sammy's so amazing. I'm loving what everything Sammy does. And is he another guy that you feel like needs something big pretty soon before? I mean, I guess he's got the best story going, <laughs> honestly. So maybe that's enough. But it's like him yeah. Owens, you know, they re-signed and, you know, kept, you know, really pledged your loyalty for signing on. So um, I, I don't hate your riddle pick, though, honestly. Uh, just because, like you said, Riddle over Reigns is probably making things full circle. I just don't know if WWE has been truthfully believes in that yet. Um, even though Riddle's been featured and him and Reigns put on, what, 20-minute match, 15, 20-minute, you know, yeah. main event on TV. So it, it's got to be coming soon. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So they give you a banger like that on regular TV when they finally do a pay-per-view. Yeah it's going to be that much better and you know it's it's very obvious that riddle's getting the you know the ratings the people are behind them and they're ready to blow up for him once he he gets that big win so i think he has to cash it in on reigns or he you know catches in let's say drew and then reigns comes out and goes okay it's my title give it back and then you have the classic match between the two of them where Riddle finally comes out on top. That would be uh, just as satisfying also. Um, but I think as far as cashing in, the, it has to be a Roman. But you can see another way of, of doing it. Um, but yeah, Riddle's ready. Riddle's ready. Riddle's the top guy. He's shown how good he is. He's shown that... Uh, you know, he has that support and it's you know, like that generic build, just like Kofi, just like Biggie uh before him. It's it's ready for him. So Yeah. You know, Vince just gotta pull the trigger and believe in the man. Well that's a, yeah, that's the thing. I mean I I think people are ready for you know, someone other than Brock or Roman or even Drew, you know, as much as I love Drew, to hold the title. You know, I think we need a first time or you know, to kind of get going. Uh, then, of course, we'll become the, <laughs> was the chase, or was the title run better? You know, hopefully it's not Hangman Page territory, Greg, where, you know, the chase was so much better. Uh, or even, you know, Daniel Bryan back in the day at Mania. Uh, the chase was all about us. Uh, I, I am curious to see what Madcap will do. You know, will they give him a little spotlight in there? Uh, Omos. Uh, you know, he's another guy, Greg. I don't know. He's, you know, you look at these guys, you don't know what they're going to do for SummerSlam. And like we said, it's three weeks away. <laughs> right. so you, almost, it, it, you know, it's kind of interesting to see what they'll do after this. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing is that I don't know what you've heard about uh, Roman taking, you know, time off or being away or whatever. I've heard a lot of little rumblings about that, that he may be stepping away for a while or what the deal is with that. But. You know, it's going to be at some point you're going to need to usher in the the new class yeah. Oh, yeah. of talent and let them ascend to the top. Guys like Riddle, guys like Madcap, uh, 
guys like the ones who are in NXT waiting to come up, uh, the Braun Breakers, the Gable Stevensons. Oh, yeah. um, you know, you're going to have to, you know, put that rocket on them at some point. And, you know, they're ready. And if, you know, the big dogs like Roman and, uh, you know, Brock are going to transition into doing part-time and we're going to see less and less of the established stars. You know, Randy's may not be out, be back again. Uh, Cody's probably going to be a more part-time. You know, you're going to have to raise guys up. So, okay. you know, this is a good place to start with, with Riddle and then have him you know, have these classes with the younger guys, you know, the Braun Breakers when he comes up and, um, you know, the NXT brands guys, the um, younger uh, talent that is at the mid card right now. Um, you're going to have to bring them up and, you know, let them shine, let them get their own star powers. So you have your, you know, cash cows for the next 10 years because, you know, Randy's not going to be around forever. Roman's not going to be around forever. And, you know, Drew's not going to be around forever. Seth, it's going to be a time to usher in the new guys. So, you know, you do it gradually and, you know, you create one new star at a time. And, you know, Riddle's already ready for that spot. At some point, Madcap's going to be ready for that spot. You know, Braun's going to be ready Montez. for that spot. We are now yeah. Montez. You could, you could see that he's itching to probably get out of tag team. Really yeah, he, he's so ready. He would be amazing, I think. Well, that, I mean, I guess that goes back right to years and decades of WWE, you know, always trying to almost wait too late before you start pushing that next crop of guys. But like you said, I think the time's now. <laughs> I mean, it, you have this whole next crop of people that are ready. And, you know, why not pull the trigger? I mean, you know, TV ratings are what they are. You know, you're, you're still making money. You're still making bank. If you want to call in your big guns for Saudi Arabia, you do that. I mean, you know, you, you still pull out the bigger names for all the bigger shows. But, you know, like Extreme Rules, build it up for guys like Madcap, Riddle, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, kind of, you know, let your lower, yes, their lower pay-per-views, but that gives them a chance to shine, too. You know, give right. us a U.S. title on the IC title, maybe something more. <laughs> yeah, and AEW is the perfect example of this. You know, a bunch of young guys that we don't know who they are until they get that moment to shine and we get to get behind them and we see, okay, these guys are awesome. And boom, do we know who or care about Eddie Kingston the first time we saw him? No. Do we now? Yeah. Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, all those guys, people we haven't seen before. Unless you're stuck on the end or the independence, which most of us don't have time for that, and this is their first big exposure, and now we can't live without them. So, you know, it's the same philosophy here. You know, AEW's made is the model for that, and they, I want to say that they've surpassed WWE, but they have shown that they are one A to WWE's number one yeah. as far as you know must see wrestling. And it's mainly with guys that we have not seen before until now. So there's your model. It's already working. WWE could easily duplicate this with all the new guys they have between NXT and uh, the guys that are, you know, hanging around in, in catering and waiting for their turn. Uh, well, 
Well, that is our money to bank predictions. Real quick, I guess we'll do maybe one. I got two kind of like last call questions, Greg. First off, who has been the best and worst money to bank winner? You could go man or woman. Who do you best think's been the best and worst? We can go best first if you want. Well, um, I got to go with my dude Brock. When he won, I mean, that was the easiest win ever. Uh, he comes out at the end of the match, goes up the ladder, and takes the briefcase down. Beats all and, in. Right. And the, the <laughs> announcers are going, can he do that? Well, he just did. You tell him he can't do it. <laughs> and then we got the Brock party out of it. Remember the Brock party coming in and holding the briefcase like it was a boombox and yeah. dancing around the ring? Oh, man, I loved it. Give me, I wanted more of that. Just, put it in my veins and it was amazing um so i would definitely take brock as the as the best yeah uh mine you know i'm gonna go recent recency bias greg but Big E last year it's hard to believe that was last year doesn't it it felt like that's just because Big E's been off tv and you know and seth rollins win i think that you know granted it led to the best cash in ever but I think at the time, Seth was so over Greg that he was due for that win too. So uh, I'm going with Seth and Biggie as my best. And the worst has got to be Otis. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> got to be Otis. I, I guess a close one would be Corbin when he won it, whenever mm -hmm. that was. Can't even yeah. recall when that was, Greg. But. Uh, yeah, those are probably the worst. I mean, and it sucks because Otis won the one that was like the most unique because that was the uh, that was the uh, at the at the headquarters, right? That was the, yeah, the cinema because Oscar won too. Right, he had to climb the ladder. He just it just fell into his hands. And Ray Mysterio fell off the edge of the building. Right, <laughs> and AJ, I think did too. <laughs> and just kind of. Come back the next week, they're fine. But anyway, so yeah, I have to give. And well, the fact that Otis lost it, Greg, I think that tells us everything. I think. I, I mean, now, at the time, was Otis over? Yeah, but was he money the bank over? Not even by a long shot. I mean, not even close. Isn't it funny to see what him and Mandy, like, to think, you know, him and Mandy, like, where they've come? I mean, yeah. Whether you know whether now. So, uh, oh look at this. We have Dan in the chat. Hey. Just in time. Dan the man. Let's go, baby. We're wrapping this up, but uh, so who is your worst, Greg? You know what? I'm gonna go a little, a little bit different, and I'm gonna say the worst one was John Cena. And because it, when he did it, it kind of. It defied the the spirit of the uh, money in the bank. I know Mr. Hustle Lloyd, to respect, wants to do it, you know, the different way, the clean way, and hey, at least you know, lost. it's all about the elements of the prize with the money in the bank cash in. And John Cena does the exact opposite and tells the guy when he's going to do it, oh, where he's oh, going to yeah. do it. And I thought you meant his actual win. No, <laughs> no. Because that was the year I think they only had former champions in, and I kind of hated that. Because the money in the bank shouldn't be for, 
you know, like former champions. It should be for up and coming guys that are trying to break through. Right. I'm just looking at greatest the meme attention. Greg, the greatest meme when he he pulled it down and had it hold it like this, and everybody photoshopped every every single thing under the sun. <laughs> because remember, it kind of broke. It was, I don't, I don't, I don't think he. I think he was supposed to win. Obviously, he was going to win it, but it was kind of a like, oh crap! I can't believe I pulled it too much. Because <laughs> then he hit the big show with it or something like that. But um, yeah, I think that was the one that they had all former. Champions. I didn't like that aspect of it, but um, yeah. So we've had Sandow lose it, the cash in, which that year Cody should have won it. That was that was a weird year too. I think that was like Cody was that no Ziggler won it with like Tensai, Dolph Ziggler, Tyson Kid. There was like a really weird bunch in 2012, if I remember right. But uh, Sandow's lost it. Corbin's lost it. John Cena's lost it. Who else? Did somebody else lose the cash-in? Um, didn't Ziggler lose it? Well, no, Ziggler won because he beat no uh, Okay. Remember, that was the night after Mania. That was, some people, you know, until Seth came along, uh, you know, uh, Ziggler's won the better cash So I still forgot oh. Sam Punk won it way back in the day and beat yeah. Jeff Hardy, after Hardy beat Edge, and then CM Punk cashed in. That probably led to the CM Punk Jeff Hardy feud, where didn't Punk dress up as Hardy? I think one time. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, but you know, it's all about the sneak attack, the element surprise, and yeah. the uh, you know picking your moment. And John Cena failed at all of that and lost his cashing opportunity. So. Now, did you hate when Big E did that last year? Because remember, Big E kind of called his shot too. We kind of we didn't think he was actually calling a shot, but he did. Yeah, and that was kind of the thing: is that is is he or isn't he? And when John Cena did it, there was no doubt about it because he made no he laid it all out there, and it was this is when exactly I'm going to do it. And Big E's hinted to it, but we're all sitting there thinking: is he or isn't he? Uh, up till the end of the show, so it's a little bit different that way. But uh, I Rob see how you say it similar. His, Rob Van Dam did the same thing, right? He called his shot, if I remember right. Is that at one night stand that he said he was going to cash in because he beat Cena, or no, he just beat Cena one night stand? But anyways, I thought Rob Van Dam called his shot too, if I remember. Yeah, it's too far back for me. I don't my, remember that one. My memories are, are flaky. But I thought he called a shot. I remember Rob Van Dam won the titles, and then he got busted for drugs the next day. So then he had, he got suspended. Then yeah, I think Swag this Swag, it happened Swagger too. Remember Swagger won the World Heavyweight title and got busted. Um, anyways, I'm getting away from my other my sure. other topic. Fourth of July weekend, Greg. You're at a barbecue. What is your go-to food? That you're going for. Go to food at the barbecue. Uh, the burgers first, the brat second. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big hot dog guy. Give me the juiciest, plumest, titillating, juicy, <laughs> fat hot dog. Now I'm weird though, Greg. I do not like them grilled. 
You don't like grilled hot dogs? Are not, I'll say, not grilled to like brown or black. You know, like like some people like them charcoal. I do not like the charcoal hot dog. I'll, I'll take a medium well done, <laughs> you know, hot dog. Uh, a little, little grill marks. A little gr- I'll take little grill marks, but I will not take the, I let this thing sit on there until it's black and crispy. And now I'm going to go eat it. So. Right. Those are those aren't good. You gotta have just enough sear on it to show that it's been cooked well. Yeah. And a toasted bun is pretty nice with it. I've noticed. There's like I forgot. I think it's Freddy's around here. They have like a toasted bun, and that's pretty good. Yeah. Mine is the hot dogs and a plate of fries, just like a whole plate, not just a small handful. Greg, I'm talking. Just give me the give me the bowl of here's here's the bonus for you okay how much of the hot dog eating contest are you going to watch Zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. have, have you watched any of it before i've yeah. never i've I mean, seen the highlights but i've it just it makes me also, here's the thing <laughs> you're, you're watching the wrong part of it the the best part of it is the beginning uh, the guy who is the MC of the hot dog eating contest is amazing. Um, I, I don't know what the guy's guy name year? is. Yeah, it's the same guy every oh, year. Okay. And he does these intros yeah. that blow your mind. Um, each guy, you know, he's won, um, you know, he's the record for eating corn dogs in five minutes and the record for this and the record for that and record for this for for all the guys but he's customized his intro for each guy and uh there's one uh batlands booker kind of reminds you of mark henry a little bit and he raps and he'll do a rap for bratlands for batlands booker so the mc is the whole show for this thing so you want to watch it up until they start eating. <laughs> that is the entertaining part because the the intros are awesome. That that's what you want to watch for. Uh, when they start stop eating, that's when I change the channel. But I was say uh, the record is seventy six. I think it is. Yeah, seventy five, seventy six. Which is, yeah, I can um, do three, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like <laughs> you know, I eat. That's like that's. That's my limit. <laughs> Three. So I know I couldn't come close to. And then here locally we do they do a shrimp eating contest with St. Elmo's cocktail sauce. And that thing is like there's this one guy here, Greg, that just scarfs them down like nothing. And it's done in like, you know, and it's a little like I'm kind of like a little bowl, probably about that deep. Um, uh-huh. shrimp cocktail sauce that, you know, is just ridiculously hot and all that stuff but um you know people just got the cocktail all over them and yeah who would have thought that competitive eating would be such a <laughs> i mean we, i guess we are in america so that, right that, uh, i don't so, know it's it anywhere else that competitive eating is huge <laughs> and like i said on the fourth you gotta watch the the mc uh-huh. the guy who brings them out yeah. and that's you'll, you'll watch every right? so like 
the the guy's awesome. So I, I was flipping the channels and came across him while he was doing the intros, and that was probably like three seasons years ago, and I've been stuck on it ever since. So I watched the intros and then I turned the channel because it's nasty watching them inhale hot dogs. I'm like you're not even enjoying it. And That's putting the, like putting the water in, and I try to see what the women's uh, record or uh, this. I don't know what this one woman pairing one eight. What is it? Uh, I think the women are at 30. 40 something. Yeah. Oh, well, the, yeah. I guess it's last year. Michelle Lesko, 30.75. Isn't that awesome when they're like 0. <laughs> 0.5? You know, uh, there's there's a lot of dirty jokes that can be uh, had from oh, I'm sure. the women's. <laughs> the, reigning, uh, the reigning champion did not. Compete last year, Greg. That's okay. right. Right. Mickey Sudo, I think her name is. Uh, but yeah, and the, listen to them trash talk is is oh, also sure. hilarious. So, you know, it's very pro wrestling in a way. Oh yeah, because they even get a title belt for it. So there you go. Right, the mustard green belt. So it's. Is there anything you think you could do well in an indie contest? Um. Twinkies, okay. uh, and there is a uh, a world record for Twinkies. I don't oh, know what it is, but somebody in the uh, hot dog eating contest has the Twinkie record. Well, here we go. Uh, I'll I think I could give them a run. Right now. Uh, pancakes. I do pancakes. I'm I'm Mr. Pancake. Um, I can eat pancakes morning, noon, and night. Or... One eater, eater ate 50 Twinkies in one sitting. Who? It just says uh, competitive eater Nader Rita ate 50 Twinkies in one sitting. <laughs> okay, I wonder how much time that took because I think I was like, I can do that. Twinkies? Yeah. It's a six minute video, so I don't know. But then he says, six and he ate five with adult jelly in one sitting. <laughs> Whatever that. So a jelly filled one. Most Twinkies eat at a point. Yeah, it says 50. So there you go, Greg, if you want to try to hey. next, next um <laughs> I would do it just for the free Twinkies. So <laughs> we'll see if Twinkies hostess will give us 51 Twinkies so you can beat that. I love that there's a warning on here. It says speed eating can be dangerous. Please do not attempt this unless you're over 18 and train. Right. Let me go get into my Twinkie tw training regime now. So, Now, here's the fastest time to eat a Twinkie, and someone ate a Twinkie in 5.4 seconds. Could you, could you beat that time? Yeah, not a problem. Well, there I have a big one. mouth. My, a lot of my friends would tell you Well, that. you might be able to get a new record, Greg. You better start <laughs> practicing. Go get some Twinkies one day and just get your stopwatch out. We might have a world record holder on our hands. <laughs> I don't know. I think I could maybe do pancakes, but it had to be like I think I could just eat them quick. I can't eat like all of. I can only do you know quickness. I can't do qual quantity. That just <laughs> I eat, I eat enough for my stomach and that's it. But. Yeah, I did win a pancake eating contest in summer camp one year, okay. and uh, and donuts. Like I remember. My my mom wasn't happy with me about it because it made it made it look like that I didn't feed it, that she didn't feed me. 
Well, that's the thing. You see these guys, and they're just like, their stomachs get so bloated, but then they're not that big. So it's kind of interesting to see that after they, how they all look. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, enjoy Money in the Bank tonight. I think it's good. I think, you know, it, it feels like these under-the-radar pay-per-views do better, just because I don't think we put the expectations as high. But <laughs> True. Like I said, there's not much, there's not much, you know, I guess I guess our money and bank matches will be a little bit longer, but um, yeah, it should be interesting to kind of watch all this. Stuff. All right, we'll have we will catch you guys tomorrow night. We'll catch up on NXT. We'll look ahead to Great American Bash because um, there's some matches scheduled break, and then we'll get caught up on Forbidden Door, and of course the newest signee of AEW. Only took me ten thousand years to be right, Greg, but I'm finally correct. <laughs> so, hey, yep, was, we nailed that one. <laughs> it, only took, it only took a few weeks, but hey, I've been we've been harping the door on it. Hey, uh, and and ding dong for the uh, Dark Order is dead. We've seen the uh, Alan Angels and gone. Stu Grayson are gone. So, bye bye Dark Order. It's been way too long before we've been able to proclaim that, but. Yeah, See you so long. Happy trails. Yeah, yep, it looks fun. It was real. It was fun, but I can't say it's been real fun. But. It's, well, it's, I don't want to get into it, but it's so weird to see how it came. <laughs> you know how it started versus what it is. Right. We get into that. <laughs> so um, then, what we got? We have a lot of summer save coming up. And then all we have, we'll have all out and clash at the castle the same week. So that'll be a busy weekend. That's later. Wow, week. yeah. Because I think they, I think they are doing clash at the castle on Saturday, uh, which is probably nice for us because I'll be curious to see what time they put it on. Uh, just with the, I think there's a six-hour time difference. So and then True, all yeah. out will be that Sunday. So, uh, August we'll have a little break. Uh, but that will be our two-year anniversary, Greg. Uh, hey. That's, yeah. Good times. So. Thank you for watching. Enjoy our predictions before you uh, go enjoy the Money in the Bank preview, our Money Bank matches tonight. And uh, have a good weekend and enjoy the four. Talk to you guys tomorrow night. That's right. Be safe. Don't blow your fingers off.